0: You are Locked On Padres, your daily San Diego Padres podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of the Locked On Padres podcast, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day for Thursday, July 15th. As always, I'm your host with sometimes, occasionally, but certainly not always the most, Javier Reyes. You might be familiar with some of my baseball-related work at places like Baseball FYI, Fryers on Base, Off the Bench Baseball, or more recently just launched Just Baseball. Very, 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 very good website there, guys, although I do admit I'm biased. Uh, And also, if you might be familiar with the more pop culture realm and entertainment avenues of the world, well then, maybe you might want to check out my work at places like Mental Floss, Nerdist, Inverse, Blade, Disgusting, Film Cred, and more, and hopefully many more to come. But guys, most importantly, you can check out and follow the Twitter page for the show, which is at LO underscore Padres, or my personal account which is at ha 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 and that's spelled j a v i i p e n o and if you feel so inclined follow me on there hit me up on there with any questions con- comments concerns you might have and i'll do my very best to get back to you love interacting with you guys and what have you really really fun stuff go listen to my 300th episode mailbag if you didn't already Today's episode, though, however, guys, is brought to you by Locked On MLB Prospects. It's MLB draft season. I don't know if you heard. Bunch of draft picks. Super, like, all this sorts of stuff. You got the Kumar Rocker. You got the... the the, What's that dude's name? Jack Leiter. There we go. You know, I don't know too much about prospects. But you know who does know a lot about prospects, guys? That's Arm Layton, and he brings you player interviews, farm system breakdowns every day. Subscribe to Locked On MLB Prospects on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And today, guys... You're not going to be hearing from just me for much longer. We're talking with Gabrielle Starr, uh, who is the former host of Lockdown Red Sox. And we talk, it's basically a mid-season recap extravaganza. In part, it's going to be two parts. Part one today, part two tomorrow. Um, today I know we do a little bit of NL West rivalry type stuff. Because uh, she's got like some some thoughts on the Dodgers. and Some thoughts on the All-Star game. And we, we just talk about our favorite storylines. And then in part two tomorrow we talk about uh, trade deadline predictions and all that stuff. So a huge, huge talk. So without further ado, guys, let's not waste any more time. Here we go. All right, everybody, as promised, as prophesized, it's been a long just it's it's been a desert over at On lately. That, that, that's what I'll say. It's everyone's scrambling for water. They're looking for food supplies because we lost our, our greatest warrior, I would argue, our greatest member. So there's everything's been in disarray and chaos. It's been like the show Loki. It's been just going nuts. And that's because we lost the mother effing star girl, Gabrielle Starr, formerly the host of Lockdown Red Sox. But she's joining me now to talk about baseball stuff. Gabrielle, what's going on?
1: Hi, buddy. Um, It's so nice to be back. Thank you for that warm introduction. (laughs) Um, It's been, I think my first day on my new job was like exactly five weeks ago. So I miss you guys. And it's really Mm -hmm. nice even to be on the outside looking in. it's really nice to be back. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, so let's, let's just really quickly, because we're going to talk about some general baseball stuff, just our thoughts and kind of like a, a first half season in retrospective, both in terms of specific players and also just like how we felt watching baseball this year. But like, what's going on with you? What are you doing? Why, why did you abandon me, Gabrielle? What happened? Now I'm stuck with these other two Boston schmucks. Now have I don't he... have to deal with just one Boston person. I have to deal with two. <laughs> know, well, like, what did you do nightmare. to me? <laughs>
1: I will say um, Jason and Lauren, who are the new hosts of Locked on Red Sox, are two locked two lifelong friends of mine and they are both brilliant. They are both amazing reporters in the Boston media and I adore them. I recommended them to replace me and they are doing an amazing job and everyone should go and listen and of course there's my dog um, <laughs> endorsing it as well. <laughs> Hold on one second I'm sorry. No Mike just went outside to put laundry in and I'm trying to throw peanuts for her to eat so that she doesn't do this, but instead she's ignoring the peanuts and just being a little shit. <laughs>
0: Sorry, um, I can, I can uh, edit everything. Yeah, I know, out. I
1: figured. Well, he gave her like a piece of chicken jerky so that she'd be quiet when he went out to do the laundry outside, but like on the other floor, but she ate it so fast, it didn't matter. <sighs> so um, now Frank. she's just- Frank <laughs> I know Frank you know what literally everyone walks up to us and calls her Frank and I'm like she's a girl
0: yeah um that's yeah it's it's been it's been kind of a lowly place we're getting transitioning back into this we had to wait a little bit for the for your doggo, uh, uh your dog to calm down um but I guess uh, let's just let me get into it. what exactly are you what are you doing now what have you been up to why did you abandon me uh what's going on
1: Well, aside from the crushing guilt of abandoning you and our (laughs) locked on fam, which I will say it was a really, really sad decision. I know because you were asking me for a while what I was doing and why I was leaving. You texted me a lot (laughs) and I couldn't tell you because I was Mm -hmm. dealing with contract stuff and I didn't want to, you know, I also was like, honestly dreading it like the day that I messaged our entire MLB locked on DM and told you guys I honestly cried it's I was with wow. you guys for about a year and a half and yeah. and, and during it was a crazy really year on top of yes that. Uh, you know what I really think that all of us having to kind of come together and figure out how we were gonna make sports content especially baseball content when we didn't even know, if baseball was going to happen last year, like you, me, and John from New York Rangers,
0: John, my guy. We,
1: we did a movie bracket. Like we literally watched, mm-hmm. you know, dozens of hours of sports movies and podcasted together because we needed to figure out things to talk about. And I think that us having to find content when there was no sports in order to do our jobs and to help our network really brought us all together, especially mm-hmm. the MLB family. And that's why it was so hard for me. But to answer your question, I'm now an editor at FanSided.
0: Mm.
1: I am both writing, but also I oversee a bunch of writers and it's amazing. And I love it there, but I do miss you guys a lot. And it's, it was not easy, but you know, growth rarely is. Um, and it was time for me to take a step back to what I originally got into sports to do, which is to write and to edit
0: hey perfectly understandable uh it it, it was it it was was, it's a wild day i feel like when that happened too and there's been all sorts of like you know everyone's like oh my gosh you know i have to get used to not asking gabrielle for everything and she was helping (laughs) us out with all the templates and everything for those who don't know a lot of the graphics you see uh gabrielle worked on when um back when she was still here like all the little new episode intros you guys might see on the twitter go follow that at lo underscore padres on twitter um And everything uh, pretty much all sorts of things for the, the, what was it? What was one that you did for even like the Christmas one? Like, like stuff like that. Yeah.
1: I did those. I forgot about those. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like, like little, like, because I was social.
1: I was the social manager Mm -hmm. for our MLB fam as well as doing Red Sox. So Mm -hmm. it was, I don't know if a lot of people knew that, but I was doing all all of our our social for MLB Mm -hmm. as well as hosting Red Sox. So I got to know, I mean, I already knew you really well because I was doing the bracket with you Mm -hmm. like you were one of the first people i actually did crossovers with because we did Mm that we decided to do that bracket the three of us and that that took us through like what three months of the pandemic
0: because (laughs) we also were only doing three episodes at a time so what happened was like a week so basically it took up like uh, uh, it depends on it depends on how everybody used it yeah we were we were doing a lot i have to go look up uh exactly but then you remember that we went back Feel Remember free. When uh, we went
1: back and like we did the we did the the Hoosiers hate cast after because oh, people right. who, mm-hmm. people who didn't listen to this, um, which you should go back because we went called, so hard. It was on
0: my feed, it's called Sports Movie Madness, uh Locked on Padres. Just go type it in uh and you'll find it. There's there's a ton of parts, it's like through months, and there's also one about the Hoosiers Hate cast, which yeah, was
1: because it was oh, it was the oh, number was one seed on that bracket. And mm-hmm. we knocked it out mm-hmm. immediately. It was that and any given Sunday. Mm-hmm. That was the first matchup that we discussed. Mm-hmm. And all three of us unanimously, I think, went for the orig- went for any given Sunday instead of Hoosiers, which was kind of crazy. My mom was appalled, by the way, um, as she <laughs> often is.
0: My mom was and, a little upset, too. She yeah. like, Hoosiers was good. I'm like, would well, you last see it? She said, oh, I'll go. <laughs> yeah, like
1: when it came out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and so, yeah, I think we went back and we did like an entire episode dedicated Mm -hmm. to that. And I think a few of the other movies that we just hated, like Tin Cup. And um,
0: what we ended up doing was for those who don't know, the Hoosiers hate Casco looked up that episode. It was basically, I came up with the idea where I was just like, what if we're going to go through all 63 other movies and say whether or not we liked Hoosiers better or worse than that movie. We went through every single one. And there was only like, there was maybe 10, that we were like, okay, I might take. was it like over a
1: sixty-something movie bracket?
0: It was like it had to be a sixty-four. Like 60. or it something. was insane. It was insane. It was so yeah. many. Um,
1: and then we uh, also did something when Chadwick Boseman died. We did a rewatch of Forty Two, <laughs> and we talked about yeah, Forty Two, so and that 30, was really 42, special yeah. because I loved that movie so much.
0: Forgot about that. Jeez, Louise. Hold up a minute.
1: Hold up a minute. Hold up a minute.
0: Today's episode, guys, is brought to you in part by Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is tobacco-free, long-cut, and pouches that give you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz you're used to without tobacco. Available in nine flavors. Fully Loaded Chew is made with all food ingredients and tobacco-free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine available. It's the only moist nicotine pouch on the market. All other nicotine pouches are dry, white pouches. Nothing dips, spits, and packs like Fully Loaded. And Fully Loaded Chew is offering Locked On Padres listeners a special offer. Offer. Right now you can try a can for just $1. That's right, just $1. Go to www.fullyloadedchew.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. Just $1 and free shipping if you use the code LOCKEDON at checkout. Next time you go for a dip, make it Fully Loaded Chew. And now switching gears, everybody. Vroom, 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 we're talking to you about cars. And more specifically, rock Auto, with the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. All these intimidating questions, EX, LX, you know, four wheel, two wheel, eight wheel, quadruple wheel, caterpillar wheel, whatever kind of weird questions they ask you. Well, you have rockauto.com to help you out with all that stuff and you can use that on your laptop or your mobile devices. Save time and money, guys. Why choose to spend up to 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership? Rock Auto is also family business. And they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. It's a whole long time. They're reliably low prices and they have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, more on, and even new carpet go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution for your auto part needs go to RockAuto.com right now guys and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how'd you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliable prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com yeah but bottom line if anybody can't tell by listening to this we've been talking a lot We've been, we did a lot of crossovers for all sorts of things through Lockdown LB and stuff, but um, I do want to talk to you a little bit about the fan size stuff before we segue into general baseball stuff, because apparently you've been writing a whole bunch of stuff, right? You've been, you've been writing like a machine. I've been writing too, not in the, as I just hear a, a bang uh, in the background. Um, thunder, <laughs> we,
1: and the thunder and lightning. Thunder and
0: lightning. There it is again. Uh, but you know, I write just a fraction of the amount as, as Gabrielle does because I'm a lazy dog, as everybody knows. Um, but you told me that you had a piece that actually relates a little bit to National League rivalry and stuff. And you know me. I, I mean, actually, you don't know that. I've been increasingly getting more and more fueled by rage. Like I'm Anakin Skywalker when it comes to the the Dodgers. I really am. Are people uh,
1: underestimating your power?
0: They they might be, they might be. I don't care if they have the high ground. I don't care if the Dodgers won last year. My thing is like, congratulations. You won six years after people stopped caring that you guys were good. Congrats. Dodgers. It only took you a 60 game season. CC. Uh, it's flowing through me. I can't help it. It's not as bad as the Boston, but anyway, uh, you had an article. You told me that you wrote about recently that has to do with uh, the rivalry. So what exactly, uh, did you discover what did you write about gabriel
1: well so you know obviously the dodgers and padres southern california national league rivalry is very strong and both of your teams and we're obviously not going to get in so much into the person that we're talking about but both of your teams made huge upgrades to their starting rotations mm-hmm. over the off season and now of course The Dodgers are in a position where they once again probably are going to need to fill a role in their starting rotation. And a lot of people on Twitter are saying that the reason that Max Scherzer started the all-star game for the National League on Tuesday night is because the Dodgers are buttering up the Nationals to convince them to trade them Max Scherzer at the deadline (laughs) because Scherzer's in the final year of his contract and the Nationals are not contenders this year. And it's kind of been surmised that the Nationals and Scherzer's have an agreement that they would kind of rent him out to a contending team because, you know, he's 36 years old. He doesn't have that many seasons Mm. left, even though he's still Mad Max. But the idea being that, you know, for the rest of his contract right now, They will loan him out to a contending team so that he has the opportunity Mm -hmm. to get another ring, maybe. And then they will sign him again when he's a free agent during the offseason so that he can finish out his career as a national, which is pretty much the thing that he wants. You know, he's very close with Mike Rizzo, the GM, and this has kind of been speculated for a while, but when he was the starter for the game last night, when his stats display that he... Of all the starting pitchers in the game last night for the National League, he wasn't the one who deserved it the most in terms of what he's actually done this season. And I understand there was no game last year and it would have been Dave Martinez as the manager and then Scherzer would have started the game. And so Dave Roberts kind of said, well, I'm doing this out of respect to Dave Martinez. I'm like, well, if you really want to respect Dave Martinez, why don't you have him on your coaching staff? Mm -hmm. Because this feels like you're trying to butter up Max Scherzer. Not Mm -hmm. that you're trying Mm -hmm. to...
0: Mm. Go you ahead know now. Go be ahead nice now. to
1: Dave Martinez mm-hmm. and of course you know now that I'm covering the Phillies a lot Zach Wheeler most innings pitched in all of Major League Baseball this year he's like fourth in National League in ERA fifth overall um he's third overall in MLB in strikeouts right behind Cole and DeGrom by literally like one strikeout and he should have been either the starter or at least gotten to pitch like second and he pitched in the ninth inning with two outs already on the board. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. Corbin Burns got to pitch two whole innings. And you can speak a little bit to the fact that Dave Roberts historically is not great at making pitching decisions, but also it's just really rude to mm-hmm. Zach Wheeler. I mean, he earned, if, if Jacob DeGrom isn't in this game, which he decided he wasn't going to be, that start goes to Zach Wheeler based on the numbers alone. And this isn't to say that Max Scherzer isn't amazing. He's one of the greatest pitchers of our era. He has three Cy Youngs. He's been an all-star every single year since 2013. But slighting the guy who's actually earned it this year just to either make up for last year or because you want him on your team to replace Trevor Bauer Mm -hmm. is just a really uncool move. But if you look at Twitter, if you type Dave Roberts, Max Scherzer into Twitter, <laughs> it's literally hundreds of people being like, they're just doing this now so that the trade deadline, blah, mm. blah, blah. And I mean, honestly, it makes sense because where mm. else are they going to find a picture of the caliber of Max Scherzer well, for a short-term rental?
0: I- I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. So first of all, I, I have a couple of thoughts. So firstly, it's that this is just classic Dodgers. Like I will say though, all their fans that claim that they're not scared of the Padres is the other thing. Like I said, the hatred is flowing through me. It's one of the funnier, like if telling you're it to myself. Not scared the Padres.
1: Why are you talking about the Padres? Yeah. Why are you talking <laughs> about
0: the Padres? And also, you know who is scared of the Padres? The Dodgers front office because they're smart. That's how they got here. They're like, well, let's not deal with this scary team that's on the come up. Let's keep adding stuff. And we don't have to get into one of the guys that they added necessarily right now, but um yeah it's like that would be a very smart thing for them to do and they just lost dustin may all that stuff right like and and trevor Bauer too um so it would would definitely
1: not put those two losses in the same category though of course because poor dustin Dustin may had to get surgery and obviously
0: trevor Bauer is a whole nother ball yarn and issue which i've talked about a couple times before and And has had
1: his suspension um for his his administrative leave has been extended to the 27th Mm. of july as of today which Mm -hmm. is the right decision um but yeah i think definitely i mean you're a marvel person i'm a marvel person loki in the original avengers movie when he's like an ant has no quarrel with a boot <laughs> and samuel l jackson's like so you mean to step on us or whatever he says yeah, i've seen yeah. that movie way too many times but i mean you know the dodgers have been the boot for like over a decade <laughs> I mean, they didn't win anything for a really long time, but they've been the boot in terms of the division for a really long time. And they want to act like the Padres are ants, but they're not. They're just a whole different pair of shoes, as Dennis Eckersley would say. <laughs>
0: a hundred percent. And we all know how that movie ended, don't we? Now uh so the Dodgers, should but be. But I'm careful. not
1: cut up on on Loki, so don't spoil it.
0: Oh, I won't. I actually just finished it uh before we uh, started recording this. Uh really cool stuff. I won't say a single word. Um
1: Hold up a minute. Hold up a minute. Hold up a minute.
0: Bet online, guys. You ever heard of it? It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. You got baseball season in full swing. Got games coming back. We have the all-star break. We got games coming back tomorrow. And you can check all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. Not just baseball, though, but the NBA, NHL, or UFC, MMA action. Whatever you need, they've got it. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the sacred land of championship glory uh, head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 welcome bonus on your first deposit remember to use that promo code locked on guys when you do so bet online your online sportsbook experts but also i'm going to link in the description for everybody uh this this article that gabrielle wrote definitely go check that out she's great um i also wanted to talk about i guess just general stuff uh in baseball i just want to talk about what it's been like watching this season and i guess like what are your the two headlines? What are like the two stories for you as someone who's watching baseball and you're not just doing uh, Red Sox stuff, by the way? I mean, as evidenced by you just talking about the Schraser thing, talking about kind of everything. You do Philly stuff, you're doing uh, I imagine you did Rocky stuff, you probably did Dodger stuff, which I'll of course uh, protest against, but whatever I have you gotta not do. Done you gotta do. Stuff, actually oh, Well, then there you go, folks. There you go.
1: Well, no, I will amend that. <laughs> I will say, um, When the Trevor Bauer news broke, I was very flattered. The two editors of fansited's Dodger site are both men. And they came to me and asked me if I would serve as their editor on their initial piece about Bauer being placed Mm. on administrative leave um, Mm. because they said, you know, we really want a woman's opinion on this, especially because you're so vocal about these issues. And I was really flattered and I think the piece came out really well. Obviously I know you are not a Dodgers fan, but this is important baseball topic for everybody. Mm -hmm. And those two guys, um, Thomas and Adam, they are also the editors of our Yankees site, Yanks go yard. And I know that you, in addition to being a Padres fan are a Yankees fan because you have moderately bad taste and, um, (laughs) But yeah, so I got to Hey, look, I got to only Dodgers let my content. Stay, let me stay in the house. So yeah, exactly. Those <laughs> I, That is the only Dodgers content that I have done um, so far this season. It's been a lot of Phillies, Red Sox, Team Israel Baseball for the Olympics and um, all-star content, obviously. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. now trade deadline content because, you know, yeah. it's about to get crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. So let's, uh, I guess without further ado, let's talk a little bit about some general baseball. Let's start first. Before we get into the trade deadline, just a tad bit. Get your takes on that. Because I've already talked about some of my Padres related ones. But let's talk about two storylines. If you had to say what are the two things that define the first half of the MLB season for you, um, go for it. And I'll even allow just this once, just <laughs> this once, you can talk about the Red Sox if you'd like. If you'd oh, like. Oh,
1: well, that's awful mag- magnanimous of you. Um <laughs> I will say, do you remember when the social team had all of you send in those MLB bold prediction videos to me? Yes,
0: I do. Yes. Mm -hmm. And my
1: bold prediction for locked on Red Sox, because, of course, I had to make my own video, was the Red Sox are going to be good and fun to watch. And I was just trying to be positive because, you know, last year they were really bad Mm -hmm. and I was it was my first season hosting the show and everyone was like, Oh, you're so negative. And I was like, please tell me how to be positive about a 60 game season in which my team less than two years removed from winning a franchise record, 108 games in a world series has now lost Mookie bats and Alex Cora and Brock hole. And like your entire pitching staff and Chris sale has Tommy John. And like, what do you want me to be positive about? Yeah. So I was kind of playing into that. Those uh, reviews a little bit by like being like the Red Sox are going to be fun, but I also was hopeful because I liked some of their offseason acquisitions. They've been extremely fun. Um, they still leave too many bases loaded situations for my taste, but I'm a perfectionist and I'm, I I'm only happy when they're winning by like 8 million runs and have struck out everybody because I just want, I want it all the time. I mean, I grew up watching Pedro. So of course I'm like very high standards with my, <laughs> with my mm-hmm. pitching and I'm very high standards with my two out extra base hitting with David Ortiz. So Pleasant surprise there. The Red Sox have been good. Um, A little scuffling lately, and they called up one of their top prospects today ahead of them being the only team that has a game tomorrow. It's them and the Yankees tomorrow afternoon, Thursday evening. Um, The rest of the league, you know, I think the most interesting thing for me has been watching um, different managers like Tony LaRussa with the White Sox Mm. Dusty Baker with the Astros, you know, kind of seeing these teams that picked up older managers and how they're doing and whether or not the teams are winning in spite of them or because of them, you know, obviously those two have managed for such a long time and they have a lot of experience, but they also might not be the best at connecting. I think this is more LaRusso than Baker because Baker's awesome, but also Baker like invented the high five apparently. Um, Mm -hmm. So there's that, but whether or not their teams are winning in spite of them or because of them and um, you know, seeing how important a manager's ability to connect with their players is, you know, watching the Red Sox go from John Farrell to Alex Cora was a really stark change in in terms Mm -hmm. of how, he was able to connect so much better with them than Farrell was just because he's a young Spanish speaking guy, the first Latino manager in franchise history. And like, you see mm-hmm. how guys like Xander and Devers really blossomed under him versus how they were with Farrell. I mean, Xander was great regardless, but mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they each had hits in the all-star game last night and, you know, Devers doubled. And I think, Xander had an RBI or I don't know. It got confusing at the end because those couldn't stop staring at those jerseys, but I've been yeah, very oh interested. Gosh, yes. Oh, I know so bad, but I, I <laughs> have been, uh, I've been very interested watching managers around the league, seeing AJ Hinch with the tigers and also just, you know, I'm a lot more curious about other teams. than I used to be, I used to be very Red Sox focused and, um, it's been very interesting covering the Phillies primarily because they're really one of these teams since they won the division in 2011, which is crazy that that's a decade ago, um, they have really been so mediocre like every year. They're either a 500 team or lower every season over the last decade since that division title. And no matter what they do, you know, their rebuild attempts just kind of fall flat. They're not good at developing pitchers. They developed like 13, they drafted like 13 pitchers two Mm. days earlier this week. And it's just very interesting to see teams. I think when you come from a big market fan base with a team that's had a lot of success over most of my life or, you know, uh, half of my life now, um, it's very interesting to step into a different fan base and just see people who are so beleaguered and just like Mm -hmm. so accustomed to mediocrity. And it doesn't mean that they don't have hope, you know, Phillies fans are so invested in their team. Um, But I think that they're just so accustomed now to like, we're happy if our team is just at 500, you know, they were celebrating beating the Red Sox this weekend because it got them back to 500. And that's crazy for me because I come from a fan base where 500 isn't good enough. And, you know, going october every couple years is the norm now and winning a world series every couple years is the norm now and having you know the best of everything and and so and i know that that sounds really like i don't take that for granted you know i know how entitled it sounds um, it's what i was born into like i can't really help it but i i it's very interesting to go from that to covering a team where you're just kind of mired in treading water for yeah,
0: year. yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, like, it's been crazy, and with the Red Sox thing, it's it's definitely not something that people expected. I, for one, am enjoying the the Yankees hysteria going on right oh now. Oh my I, god, I'd cry. It's <laughs> even like because while I do the only thing caring, it's like a flicker of light of the Yankees thing in me, and a lot of it is because I just want the Red Sox to be miserable. And I know that the Mets is not quite the same doing well I know New York and Boston is a famous rivalry and across most sports I I honestly in a lot of ways but like there's something about Mets versus Red Sox that's not quite the same so even if they did well the the Red Sox and Red
1: Sox they're united in their hatred of the Yankees I mean that's a
0: problem yeah it's like the enemy we when we play
1: each other we all chant Yankees suck together yeah and they're Mm -hmm. not even there which is kind of hilarious yeah it's
0: it's it's one of those things and I actually watched live both uh, two collapses it's it's something to behold let me tell you I don't know if you've watched because immediate because I just become a thing where like I want to tune in if there's no Padres get bad I want to see what's going on like well, what are they going to do I tuned in for I think it oh. was the end of the Jared. I didn't get to see Jared Walsh's grand slam off of Chapman, but I got to see I the ensuing part after that. I did get to see Pete Alonzo tying the game. Mm-hmm. And then I did get to see the Astros one, which yeah. I put on with my mom from the very beginning. First, like immediate first batter. And I was just like, look, my mom hates Aaron Boone uh, for the record, for everybody. She's just like, I don't like this guy. He's so boring. And I don't think anyone would dissent that opinion, but it was it was breathtaking to watch, I-, I must say. I was just like, this is incredible. I don't know why they haven't taken him out yet. This is just, just madness. Um, not that the Astros are like a team we're all going to root for, but that kind of transitions into some of the things that I found interesting about this first half. This is also first half most interesting storylines minus Otani. That's the rule because Otani oh, right, is clearly Otani's, the number yeah, one. No. Yeah, it's clearly. We should have Otani's had that. You one.
1: should put that disclaimer <laughs> at the beginning. Like, put it yeah. in the put it in the <laughs> bio on <laughs> megaphone. Do the whole thing.
0: And cut everybody. That about does it for part one of my discussion with the mother effing star girl Gabrielle Starr talking about recapping all this stuff. But before we kind of wind this whole shindig down, let me talk to you about something important. Giannis Antetokounmpo, he blocks the Phoenix Suns. Much to my chagrin from going up 3-1, guys. That's on the Locked On Today podcast. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Under 20 minutes, all your sports news. Peter Bukowski, kicks ass over there. Uh, in terms of the future of this podcast, guys, of course, part two of my discussion with Gabrielle going to go up tomorrow. To he- we talked for a long time. And we talked for a long time off air, I guess. we, we had There was so much other stuff that was just, you know, Right, Regular just catching up and stuff, and I miss her. It was it's, it's, it was fun having her on again. Uh, we got this big old Washington series coming up, um, and I just had Josh Neighbors on, like, what, a few days ago, it feels like? And so I, I guess I'll wait a little bit longer before talking to my buddy Josh, the, the coward that he is, who who feared. He, see, he's so oh, try. I would rather have Trey, Trey Turner. Put him in the start. I said, okay, man. You know what I mean? Then, then take him over to Tati. Say it. And he couldn't say, it. you know why? Because he's wrong, ladies and gentlemen. And this weekend, they're going to kick the Nationals' ass. All right, that's what's going to happen. But uh, yeah, so that about does it for today's edition of the Locked On Padres podcast, the only pod that may be better than the Padres themselves. Remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Malaya Overcast, wherever, wherever you get them. If you don't mind, send me some five-star views in the Apple Podcasts app. I would greatly, greatly appreciate that follow the show or myself on Twitter. And until next time, stay safe and of course stay faithful. My fire Faithful homies, take care. Let's-